are back. We are back. 74, right. gentlemen. And <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, you bitches. Oh, Talking you, to you guys. Valentine's I'm not Day, calling yeah. the women bitches. You guys. <laughs> Move on you like a bitch. Wait, yeah. what's that voice? What's the voice? I hey. don't believe it's Detroit Dave out of New York. <laughs> Checking <laughs> in wherever I'm at. Doing, I'm everywhere. Man? How you doing, old man? Good to see you guys. I am old. Good to see you. Thanks for today, too. <laughs> You'll do anything to stay warm. You'll even come on this crappy podcast just to get, get some blood going, right? Just to feel the heat of the laptop, said the <sighs> Exactly. Last time I was at a strip club, I felt the heat of a laptop there. Uh, <laughs> where do you put the dollars in? The little USB port? <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, when will those ever come so, back? So what yeah. the hell? What the hell? What the What's hell? What's going on, guys? Doing? Well, lots going on in the government. More failings and and victories. <laughs> what government? We don't have a government. government? You know what? You but, know what I realized this week. Uh oh. They call this a this is a Senate trial, but it really wasn't a trial. It was just a bunch of people talking, and they just voted however they wanted to, and we knew what was going to happen from the beginning. It was a, know. Yeah. just a, a Senate conversation. Well, that's that's really what one of the guys said on Meet the Press this morning. The the Democratic uh, senator from Colorado said they. She asked him, "Well, why didn't you call those witnesses?" They said they were available. He goes, "We knew how this was going to turn out." I was like, "Yeah, yeah right. Saturday afternoon, I want to go home and have a little dinner." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, Mitch. The only thing I could say is that uh, Mitch McConnell finally had a one ball answer to uh, Trumpism, <laughs> but then he lost an argument with Mitch McConnell and went back to the old way. Jeez. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. And would you guys do anything interesting this week? Mm. It's a long week. Yeah. Yeah. What did I do this week? I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm, I've decided I'm, I am going to get the vaccine that I decided. I haven't gotten it yet, oh, but how are you, you how are you going to get it? I, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm glad you made that decision, but are you, you going to go confused for us? Well, I'm going to cheat like everybody else. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm a, I'm an essential first responder, 81-year-old, 14 different types of conditions. You weren't good. But I, re- I look really good. I, I've taken no, you care of just wear, just wear a hat and a mask and a scarf, and they won't know how old you are. Well, I could put, you know, maybe do a Harvey Weinstein, come in with a walker and all bent over and just kind of draw some, draw some and, brown spots on your skin so you look really yeah. old. Yeah. Or like well, I got a few Cosby, of those anyway. Bill Cosby. I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> I can't see. All of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know what else we're going to do. You're not right, going to, Danny. Get... Were you thinking of not getting the? Yeah, that's my question too. Yeah, that's that's what I was asking you, Danny. You've dodged yeah. it yeah, successfully. I, I I was going to get the vaccine. I was going to really really wait, but I don't want to wait anymore. Yeah, and it's not because yeah. I think I deserve it. I'm just ready to move on. I'm ready to, I'm ready to have a different life. This one's not really. You know, it's this, it, life, this wasn't the plan. No, and you know what? I played by the rules. I've here. done everything, and I'm gonna continue to do that. I'll double mask. I'll stay out of crowds. I'll I'll not eat indoors or any of that stuff. But I'm ready for the vaccine, so I can start doing something a little bit different. You know? Yeah. I don't know, Dave. Yeah. I have a question. I saw, and I talked to a buddy of mine in New York. The whole idea of eating outside in New York City. So I, as <laughs> always, I think of New York City as kind of a, a urine-soaked sidewalk, but now there's some tables out there and, mm-hmm. and tents and heaters. Is it true that 
there are like you would go walk around the city and you see this tent with four walls and no ventilation and it's totally okay because it's outside but everybody could be spreading the germs inside this tent is that is that what's happening there uh you're Absolutely. Your man on the street is giving you the right intel. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I, I added the urine soap part myself. He didn't, he didn't have to add that. That was already there. Dave from New York would like you to know that restaurants are starting now and bars are open till 11 p.m. in honor of Valentine's Day. Get out there with your honey, catch the virus in one of these pop up shelters that are made out of plastic where you're in with like 12 other people right next to you. <laughs> this is what they do. I looked at one yesterday. I've seen them all the time. And some, you know, first of all, they've made some like complete, like little tiny homes because they don't want homeless people living in them. So instead of like lean to like outdoor, you know, like at a state yeah. park, they've enclosed them with doors so they can lock them at night. So now you go in there and they sometimes they have like separate booths with like mini walls lined up but yeah. you're all in the, all the errors on top of each other just going mm-hmm. back and forth and they think that a piece of glass that is like four feet high is going to protect you from the table next to it it's it's totally ridiculous i don't i don't and just the just you know the anxiety um i haven't had too much anxiety out but i've got a couple more friends that, that have just come down with uh covid and have successfully oh, no. so far um defeated it they don't even know where they got it and yesterday of course i was on the train i came down to the office yesterday and it was like that sweet spot for for about five stops i was the only one on the car like this Mm. is great so of course the stop before mine this guy gets on he's doesn't have a mask on uh he's talking to himself but he's at the door i go all right he's not and the next thing you know he's in my face and he's like um, you know, I, he's asking for some money. I really can't understand what he says, but I do understand that concept. So I gave him some money. He wants to continue to talk and I have to keep going, sir, can you just back up, just back up, just keep backing up. And I, I didn't want to just like run away from him and, and cause he could, he looked slightly crazy, like it could go off and I didn't want to have to deal with that. So, it, you know, I was like, Oh my God, is have I exposed myself now after being so careful all the time? Did he listen to you and move? Um, he would move back two feet and then step forward again, two feet. And Aye. it was, no, and, uh, and maskless, right? Totally maskless. Yeah. Well, I told John's family not to go to New York, but that's what happens, you know? Oh, they were talking in a Southern <laughs> accent. I don't know why my filter couldn't get that, especially the hillbilly that I am. Super <laughs> California. What, what the hell did they do? Oh, they guess who gets to go to the front of the line now and be considered frontline medical workers. The people that work in cannabis shops. That is the stupidest thing I've heard. Thank really? you. I, had, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did see something that's about ridiculous. that. That's, well, I think that's stupid. And, but because they're saying, well, because cannabis is a medicine. Yeah. Okay. So, well, so is a shot of bourbon when you're anxious. I, that's, it's just ridiculous, I think. Sorry. Well, then how do they expect people to get their medicines? Online, you, you pick up the phone or you go on. I just do it online. I get my medicines, you know. Do they deliver? Do they deliver marijuanas to your house? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. This is a great country. <laughs> we got it's great. Admit it. I mean, great. We we've come a liquor. long we way. We order our booze that way and everything, yeah. But but to, for the cannabis workers to be to get to jump in front of me because I'm not and I'm sixty is a little bit. Come on. Anyway, my question: You should is, be a you, cannabis worker. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe if you just sold it. Like out of your, bong. yeah. You just buy like buy a little extra, sell it to your next door neighbor, and you're like, I'm a cannabis worker. Get me in, get me in line first. <laughs> yeah, I met the requirement. 
Nah, but my question is, my okay, company ID. I'm not really worried. <laughs> I'm not really worried about the cannabis worker. I'm worried about the cannabis users. They got to get, you know, got to go out and get their dope, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, again, if you can order it online, why would you even want to go? Is it, is it? Well, like, I, I think a lot of people still go to the cannabis store. So well, you have can, to, you, you get the little samples, right? Yeah. You smell it and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get, to, oh, that's right. You kind of like a Lick buffet. a gummy, put it back. Lick a lollipop. Those are at half price. Yeah. I don't even smoke anymore. I, I just use drops, you know. Do you miss Danny, I was worried about my lungs, so I just do it under my tongue. Hey, Danny, let's try not to be too old and put the emphasis on dope. Like it's a commercial, <laughs> like from the 70s, and it's, some, it's a stigma that Gateway no one drug. should ever talk about anymore, okay? All I, uh, fine. All I see rich. right now is, is an egg in a frying pan. Okay. That's, that's all I'm that's seeing. Somebody's right now. Brain. That's brain on drugs. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. That's this that damn reefer. <laughs> well, I will, I will go back to, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm old. A, what can I say? I'm not a user, but I'm, I'm old, but, but I played one. <laughs> I, mean, I played one in a movie I was in with Robert Duvall. No, the, um, it doesn't seem as much fun, right? So, you know, you watch a Cheech and Chong movie and yeah. there's, they're smoking a giant joint and if there's, everybody's in their van and they're having yep, a great time. Yep. And then there's Kelly discreetly alone, putting a couple of drops under his tongue. I mean, it's not the same. I agree. It's, 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 a, it's a, smoking. It is, it, it's, it's, it's like a cigarette in a way that you, the taste and everything is there's, and there's a ritual to it and the tradition and it's fun and everything, but my passing it, passing it around and my lungs were bugging me. So I don't want to do that. Laughing. But, the, but, but is there, a, is there a variance in, or variety in the drops? Like, you know, cause yeah. I mean, I'm, there's not yeah, as much, right? You can get sativa right? or, or indica, you can get both, but. You like bubble but it's, gum it's and much, watermelon. It's much slower. Oh. Like Very much. It's like an hour and a half for it to take effect. Hmm. Whereas smoking, it's like, what, eight minutes or something, you know? Wow. It's, you know, Danny, it's like fine wines. You got to know where it's from, the Provence, what the name of it is, what uh, cherry flavor that's why it you is. Need, that's why you need your uh, weed sommelier. Too. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I can tell yeah. that you're a man of distinction. You'll appreciate this. But that's what it used to be like when you would travel and go to Amsterdam and go to one of the coffee shops and they would sit down and someone would run you through the menu and they go and they'd even ask you, hey, you just got off the plane. Oh, have you had any food or anything? Because you're going to need something. This is going to knock you on your ass. You need to have this juice oh, yeah. before you do this. Blah blah blah. But in, in my fair city, my partner just makes a phone call and the dude shows up on a bicycle. Yeah. Um, and then I yell off in the kitchen, none of that cherry shit. I didn't like that last time. Don't get that cherry flavored stuff. So I go to sleep at night, grandpa. <laughs> it's cherry. No oh cherry. The dude show, I just like the idea of a guy showing up on a bicycle. It's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, it's got yeah. like How's a, that guy like not getting... milk, he's got a milk crate, you know, bungee corded to the back. It's just full of Ziploc bags. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do Pelican you want? Case. Pelican case. Yeah. Yeah. How's Somebody... he not getting rolled? Looks like he's delivering microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me, I forget who it was, like a friend of mine said that there there's maybe it was in Edmonton or something, but there's this these two girls that have started a business and they're just like Bay Bossity City, right? And they pull this wagon around in uh, the the office buildings and you know and sell dope. Dope. <laughs> Sorry, so, I started wait, the trend. They like, it, wait, do they go office like they go from office to office, or they're just in the lobby? I think they no, no, they go office to office, and I think I think they're very smart in the sense that they really play up the sexiness. You know, mm-hmm. they show you know a lot of titty, a lot of bum, and uh, I'll buy eight. So it's like yeah, the but, Hooter mobile. 
Yeah, but the sad thing about cookies. that is the Girl Scout troops that are following just, them with their wagon full of Girl Scout cookies, they're the ones that are making all the money. You know, follow the wagon, yeah, follow the gotta, hot bed. They've got to time it, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> How long till it kicks in? How long? Eight minutes. You got two hot babes, you know, selling the, selling them the, the, the wonderful the stuff. And then, <laughs> and then you got these eight-year-olds with tons of cookies just dealing wads of cash look how much we're making look how much money we're making uh, and, and they totally set it up with the dialogue they go to the guy at the desk hey handsome now what's your afternoon like do you have a really important conference call oh you don't it's kind of light. i would recommend this and then the girls will be coming by with chocolate mint cookies in 25 minutes so go outside and take your break now and what's yeah. funny is that's the way the girl scouts talk too <laughs> exactly because they are you feeling the, the other girls are their mentors are you feeling peckish mm. that's like long-term employment you eventually graduate from going from cookies to selling you know getting your nice hot bikinis on and then going selling dope you know that's like that's a career path yeah the little girls are going what what kind of weed did you buy from cheryl because i think you might want the peter butter patty Maybe if, you had, if you had that blend <laughs> that mix yeah no, the mint doesn't go with that. You know how well, this, there you, you go. how you suggest a certain label of wine with your with yeah. uh, always with tilapia. You must have the right. So what about with the weed? Maybe you just need a little Debbie cake. I happen to have an extra one right here. Uh, just like us old fucks to ruin a great tradition like the Girl Scouts of America. Oh well, well oh, capitalism. Well. It's the yeah. best. You know. Dang. So. Uh, well, what else is going on? Uh, John, you wanted to ban around your idea that w you talked about last night, or I, I kind of, I actually, you got me kind of excited about this. Okay. Oh, good. All right. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's called Rebuild America. I've, I've branded <laughs> it now. And so what Danny, Do we and get I, a hat. Though we'll get overalls with, with, uh, logos. And stuff. I'm, all, I'm all about logos and t-shirts with a mullet on the back of it. Yeah. Does this have like, anything to do with fishing? No, there's no. Well, it could. That's, so he, here's what Danny yeah. and I realized last night that young people today are struggling. It's you know the quiet struggle of, uh, you know, what's my career? What am I going to do with my life? I want to buy a house, but I can't in these large metropolitan areas where my parents live. And, you know, oh, shit, what am I going to do? And they're pretty capable. They, you know, young people, they've you know got a, a long road ahead of them. So. I'm sure you're all familiar with the concept of flipping a house, right? I'm going to buy a house cheap. Yep. I'm going to do a little work on it, and then I'm going to turn around and sell it. I have this new concept of flipping a town. You so build America. We go. We pick a. We pick a town now. And I, Danny, I had a thought yesterday. There might be some strategic political things you could do when you picked a town, right? You send a bunch of kids from L.A. to rural Kentucky. They vote in a congressional district changes color and Mitch McConnell's no longer a, a senator, but you know, that, that would take a lot of thank you. Go somewhere, find these houses that are like two to $30,000 just because nobody wants to live in this town because all it's got's a, you know, McDonald's and an ACE hardware. We buy them up, send all of our kids to go live in this one town and their friends start. Yes. Yeah, start a coffee shop, have an art gallery, uh, boost the internet speed, all kinds of stuff. And then, just attract more like-minded people, you know, Oh yeah. There's a place you can go where, and they, where they're flipping the town and we can buy a house for $5,000 and all that kind of stuff. So then you really build up the town. Danny's daughter becomes mayor because that's what she was born to do. <laughs> then you sell out and go to the next town 
and Danny's daughter becomes the mayor of that town. And you know, but then what, what, what happens to the town when you like what you do all the work, set them up and then leave. And then, well, you leave, but see all these other people from like, you know, instead of LA people from Chicago or Portland or Boston or whatever, they move there. So you got plenty of young people looking, you just kind of make nowheresville America fun. Yeah. And then That's you leave not and a bad go, idea. Go do well, cause I don't know if you guys have been reading about all the exoduses from major cities, whether it's L.A., New York, all these major because people are like, wait a minute, I'm working from home. I can't afford this rent. I don't want to be here. Right. What What's what's my what's the reason for staying? I can't see my right. friends, whatever. And a lot of people and it isn't just young people. I mean, it's across all ages They're they're they want to they want something different. They want to have more control of their life. And the great thing about this, what I was thinking is like you may want to flip a town but what happens if you get there and you're going i kind of like being two hours outside of atlanta or you know or denver or wherever it is or boise idaho or whatever you know and then and, and kelly you're to your to answer that maybe they don't leave maybe somebody says you know what i'm not doing this i really like this i've i've got my local fishing hole i've got some things i got this great bar i got some i made some great friends i'm making a great living or a decent living doing something either on the internet yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or, you know what, you know, you go and say, you know what, I don't like the internet. What I want to do is I want to open up a little bar and every Friday, Saturday night, we have local bands come in or I've got a photo gallery or I've got, you know, things like that. And they, they can control their lives and they don't have. Dang. Well, you know? what, what if, what if we all did that? Started a town or go take over a town, call it Kelly, I guess. Yeah. And, and uh, what if you made a like, like, <laughs> Figure out some little some little factory like thing you could do like like not like WeatherTech because that's become huge but I mean something that's yeah, made in yeah. this town and sell you it on buy, Etsy kind of yeah you could buy like you could buy yeah you could buy a town that had a factory that had closed or just yeah. had a bunch of warehouses and retool it for something yeah make, and you make something that you know yeah. how to make. And I'll uh, I'll start a bar and live music venue there and. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that Bands town in just... Colorado. What was it? I don't know if it's Grand Junction or whatever, but it, basically what happened with these, this couple started that and they started making those little bullet trailers. Yeah. Right. And they, oh, yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. And, and that's what they did. They said, you know what? We want to do this. We got tired of the city. We moved out and they started building these and they hand make these things. And however many they sell, right. They make them, you know, make wow. the order now, but they've got, I don't know, five, five, 10 employees. And they're making a great living and they've got this great place. They work maybe five days a week. Some days they work three, whatever. So you're right. The problem is, is finding a town that that's the, that, that is willing to give it up to four assholes. Well, no, you don't, you don't have we to buy it. You don't, yeah. You don't have to have permission and you don't have to like buy the town. I mean, I remember Kim Bassinger bought a town. Yeah. In Georgia. Right? Andrew Lloyd yeah. Webber buys towns in England. Yeah. You, you just need to wow. buy some property. I mean, if there's only yeah. 300 people in town, you just, you know, just go buy a street or something like that. And you just, wow. But, you that know, just very, sounds very fun. casually. Yeah. And then fun. one of the things you said too, John was like, you don't have, um, you go to the town and go on, listen, we, you know, can you waive some property taxes here? We're going to bring in some jobs and they're going to be like, okay, yeah. fine. Don't pay property tax because you're going to bring in 15 people that are going to go and shop at the local grocery store and buy gasoline and whatever. Cause the property so you, tax in one of these little towns is like a hundred bucks a year. So yeah, but, Every little bit. It's helps. already cheap. Yeah, it's already cheap. Dave, will you, know, you, you be ask, mayor? You can ask for other concessions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys know who John uh, Fetterman is, right? Running for mm. state senator of Pennsylvania now. He's the, uh, he is right now the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. 
He basically oh, yeah, that guy, the guy with the terrible goatee. Terrible goatee, only yeah. wears Carhartt. He's the size of like a WWE wrestler, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and he has no fucks left to give about too much stuff. He's all he, about... He should absolutely be like in political. Well, you know, his story, John, you know, he was working with is it AmeriCorps. So like in 2001, he was working in Braddock, Pennsylvania, which is kind of like a rough industry town that had fallen at harder times. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love with the place and wanted to make a difference. So that's where they've been living this whole time. He, he served as mayor. He's turned the town around there. You know, people are living in lofts. They've got new businesses there. It's the same sort of thing, like not like out in the country country, but more of like re rehabbing these industrial towns that have fallen on uh, yeah. Hard times. And there's a ton of those cities up along the Ohio, Kentucky, Ohio border on the river and everything that many mm-hmm. people are, are trying to do something very similar to this. Yes. Yeah. See, I, think I would just to... like to be able to have a part of a town. I'd like to have a nightclub area called Dave. And that would be where the red light district is and Trump's <laughs> jump seven nights a week cocktail hour and disc <laughs> tech. So just count I, I, me in for Dave. that. I'll live welcome above the Kel- bar. Welcome to Kelly. Oh, I'm going over to Dave's. Yeah. <laughs> don't go, <laughs> don't go over to I, Dave's after 2 o'clock at night unless you know what you're doing. Stay, you away, have, stay away from the massage trailers. They're going <laughs> burlesque on the street like they're doing on the Bowery right now. The burlesque oh, club up next to my old joint, they've actually gone outside. They do it outside. They started hanging trapezes off the front. <laughs> That's people are dining on the, on the sidewalk with, <laughs> with people doing burlesque above them and stripping and musicians. I mean, that's I'm the first time sl- like that. The yeah, slogan the for our, that, oh, go ahead. Slogan, yeah. The slogan for our company would be, your town, no frown. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to be able to have T-shirt. Um, yeah, walking around drinks in on Main Street, you know, just at oh. night that you turn off. No cars. The one, yeah, the one street yep. light goes out. You put up some blocks and you have your, your two cops just stand at either end and people are just walking around. Yeah, drinking. block party. Yeah. Well, what a great idea. John, you, you uh, have a parking lot. People come to town. If they live a little further out, they park their car. They have to go to the two deputies. It's like the old days when you checked your guns. Come to the, Here's your keys. You'll get them back tomorrow if you're planning yeah. on drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes, but for $7, if you don't want to do that, the local high school kid that needs to make money says, I'll drive your car home for you. That's I can do that. It's like a valet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Long, yeah. Long distance valet. Right. And we, yeah. I mean, everybody could have a job. I'll just, okay, and they don't excited. need to make, we don't need yeah. to make a lot of money. Yeah. I'm excited about this. I think it's great. Okay. So now we got to find, okay. We, we should all go John and I talking about this. Well, we, John should, says, we should audition. Towns should audition for this. We don't have, we don't have to look, <laughs> yeah. just, listen, uh, you know, where should we go everybody? And then like these mayors or bankers, uh, you know, those kind of things be like, Oh, this, we have a nice little town, but it's kind of failing. Nobody wants to move here. Let's do this or that. I mean, yeah. T- tell us we'll send our children there. We don't give a shit. Kind of, kind of like what that Corbin Burnson guy did, eh? When he was he he, he wanted oh, yeah, to make that, a movie, so he goes to this little town. I said, yeah. "You guys pay for it, and I'll put you in the movie or something." Like that. And they went okay. Well, I mean, he was <laughs> here's the money. That, he was he at the film festival. Yeah, he was what? He was at that film festival. Remember when yeah. we, yeah, we yeah. went to uh, wherever the hell that was, and uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, and yeah. he had the town was in there, and and he told that story about. Uh, the guy that traded a paperclip for the house. Yeah. Remember that? So there was a sold on oh, it's a great story. Yeah. yeah. So it got yeah. traded a paperclip for a whatever, for a whatever. And he, he traded a snow globe for a role in a film. And then the role in the film was traded for a house in that town. 
And that's, and that's kind of my whole premise. There are properties that don't really cost anything. Like they might, they might be in some disrepair or whatever, but there, there are places where you can, uh, you can buy a house for a steal. That's what Mm -hmm. we need to do. Well, there's that, uh, you know, it's the thing that's happening in Italy now. They're actually addressing it. No one yeah, in America is addressing this. this, where you can, you know, every, about once a month, I see a different town coming online where the, whatever, the, the qualifications change from a dollar to, you cost 1500 for a house. You have to be there for X number of time. You have to propose to put X number of dollars in, but they want people to move and they don't want these towns to die out, these small mountain villages. <sighs> Sounds appealing. I, right? I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, you I think would, you guys could live in a in a mountain village? If you fuckers I'm, I'm, are there, I could. I've become so <laughs> metropolitan that I no, don't but know I mean, I could... wait, you've become metropolitan. When's the last time you enjoyed oh. this metropolitan area? <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been a year. You've been in the same, you know, nine thousand square feet. I think you'll be fine. Well, I, I'm just saying, I, I might go nuts in a small town, you know, if there's no coffee shop kind of thing. Well, we one of our kids you're going to open, open one. a damn coffee shop. And by the way, you're not locked in there. You could still live there and say, okay, I, I, I need my city fix. And you go to whatever city that's close, or you fly yeah. into LA, or you go to, you know, whatever, you go to Canada or whatever. It's yeah. not like you're, 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 you're not, you're in prison, yeah. but it yeah. is yeah. something. The, the, the appealing part about this for me is it's something to do different every day. You're building something. It's not it, just sitting I, around waiting cool. for life to happen. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But John and I were talking last night about this is like, okay. Where? See, now John's kind of wanting to do the south because I, of the weather. I want, I want warm weather. Danny wants a damn snowbank. Our kids need to experience. I didn't cold. say I wanted a snow. You know, they're fake news. All right. No, I said. I, I mean, said. Look at Dave. Just, Dave is not basking in warmth right now. I don't know. Buying that show to that. I got the heat off in here because it's too loud. I'm <laughs> only putting more layers on. Yeah, I can barely see your eyes. Life um, is hard, man. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying move to the frozen tundra, but I'm saying look at other places other than the south. Here's my biggest question with this. And this is what I was actually talking to my daughter about this today. I said, what if we did this? We 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 want to flip this town. We got a place we got, you know, you got your friends coming in and, you you know, and you're starting this. And I said, but it's in Alabama. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't think I want to live in Alabama. I don't know if I could deal with that sensibility. Yep. And and that's right. I don't know. Challenge, man. You know what I say to that? What? Suck it up. Suck it up. Be a pioneer like our pioneer forefathers. They're like, I don't want to go west. I don't know what to deal with out there. Yeah, Daniel Boone didn't bitch about bears and, you know. Okay, first of all, my 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 pioneers or whatever, my family were the Indians, so we got fucked in that deal. All right, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Uh, you know, we're like, oh yeah, come on, bring your pioneers, yeah. Yo, mm, you want some blankets no. and buffaloes? Yeah, but, sure. But, uh-uh. but I do, I do think it goes back to what you guys talked about in the beginning of this topic was that the only way, like the only way to change the Republican Party is maybe for a bunch of people that are similar minded like us to join the Republican Party. And go, this is bullshit. You cue on people. You got to get the fuck out. I'm not putting yeah. up with this bullshit anymore. That's why I'm still medication. an existing member of the lovely organization, the NRA, because I love to like send them letters every time they send me uh, merchandise. But aren't they me, going, like, 20 aren't bucks they, a year. But they're going bankrupt, man. You're not, That's what not they say. Be, there's not going like, to be anything to be a member of. They're not going to go bankrupt. Come on. No, they got Putin money. I, I, got, I got a uh, an NRA baseball hat from my brother-in-law and from my dad. So I had two NRA hats and one day I was going to the That's local. That's why they're going bankrupt. Yeah. They're giving, giving away free shit. 
But um, I went to the local public library and I just wore my hat, you know, because I don't have hair and I need to protect my sensitive scalp. And I didn't realize it, but the guy at the at the information counter, I was looking for a, a specific book and I couldn't find it. And I was asking him, he was a, uh, I think, I think he probably was a gay man. He had kind of a, a weird earring thing going on and he was super rude to me, you know, just like what, blah, 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 blah. and you know, yeah. and finally we had a, you know, a polite exchange. He helped me find my art book that I was looking for and, and I was out. And then I, when I got in the car, I realized, oh shit, I'm wearing this NRA hat. That's why <laughs> he hated me because I'm, you know, this was pre Trump, but it was, uh, yeah, it was that kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah. well, that's why Georgia flipped this year. Because p- people like us move to Georgia, to the Atlanta yeah. area. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody mm. in these metro areas, they're moving to Texas. They're moving to Arizona. They're moving to, you know, anywhere. Yeah. I, have a, I have a buddy of mine who I used to work with, and he secretly moved to North Carolina. Didn't tell his company. They still don't know. And um, they do what does it matter? Where was he living before? In California? Uh, yeah, in L.A. Wow. Like Culver City or something. And he had a huge rent or whatever. And it was like, uh, no, he's living in Marina Del Rey. And um, yeah, you go go from a $3,000 a month apartment to a $1,000 a month bigger apartment. There's, you know, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. A lot of people from my company have done the same thing. I don't think they've... Sneaking? They've not, they've, they've not hidden it from the company. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're saying... I'm not. I'm not paying LA rents. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I got family in in Arkansas. I got family in Florida. I'm going here. I'm doing this. I, you know, I can get so much more for my money. This the problem that they're having. Oh. The problem that they're having is, um, taxes. If you're getting paid in Cal, you know, you're a California resident, oh. but you're a North Carolina or Florida resident. That's complicated. Yeah, there could be issues with that. So they're trying to figure this all out. I was I was talking to somebody about this at work and they're like, yeah, we're trying to because I guess, you know, my company's incorporated in some different states, but not every state. Like, for example, I don't think we have incorporation papers for Alabama. So if I moved to Alabama, they would they would have to say uh, you would either have to figure out how to pay your Alabama taxes or I don't know, or marry a cousin or something. I don't know what they usually do down there, but, um, definitely, so definitely. We just lost the married. one Alabama listener right now. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to Alabama. So fuck them. We've got four. You know, I, I kinda like, I'd like I to meet all like, your cousins. I kind of like Alabama. I've driven through there mm-hmm. a few times. It's got, they have some nice lakes. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's crappy good. politics, hey, so- a lot of ton of racism, that kind of stuff. Decent <laughs> barbecue. Yeah. Other, other pioneers. Decent barbecue to racism. Well, there's a making for a great city. Other pioneers before you fellows have done this. And Danny, remember when I did that uh, San Gennaro festival in LA, that was like, Oh yeah. So I had that Jeep and I was driving back to Colorado. So I took every back road and I got somewhere either. It was either in uh, uh, Utah, probably in Utah. And it was just like a a light kind of down like a rural highway. And, you know, the coffee across the whole America that way was just terrible. Like had had, had a decent cup of coffee and there was a little sign. How hard is that, by the way? How hard is it to make a good cup of coffee? It's it's challenging, of course. No, anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, so there was a sign, one of those road signs out there that says stop here cappuccino i'm like oh this will be terrible i gotta try this so i pulled in and it was kind of like a little like log cabin roadhouse and i went in nobody was at the counter and they had all this art on the wall like paintings and stuff there first i'm like well this is kind of interesting all of a sudden some guy comes out from behind like this velvet curtain he's like hello 
I go, hey, man, uh, can I get a cappuccino? Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> so he made it. And I was like, man, this is outstanding. He goes, want to try these scones? I just made them fresh. I'm like, yeah, man. And I go, what's your story? He goes, well, we used to live in L.A. and the rent was too high. So my my partner and I, Butch, we moved out here. I'm like, yeah, cool. He goes, are you digging it? He goes, yeah, man, nobody gives a shit. They're not bothering us at all. I got all of this out here. We go hiking. We drive around. I'm not putting up with all that shit in L.A. And it's cheap. What state was that in? I was like in Utah, in the middle of nowhere. These guys had moved, and they opened up a little cappuccino art store. Wow! Yes, that's well, maybe that's, they're that's gay Mormons. They're gay oh, Mormons. maybe they were uh, kicked out. They didn't really want to tell me what was going on. Uh-huh. I, okay, I couldn't so, see the magic underwear, so I was kind of confused. So let's go back to the, this. Okay, so why don't we all look at either a state or a city that we should look at, where where or a town? Or an area. So every one of us gets to pick I would, I would like to see what you guys would pick because I, I think you Me gravitate too. where you're from. Like Kelly's thinking about, which, which in... Uh, British like, Columbia, places like that. Yeah, something like that, whatever the hell those states are up there. Yeah. I'd like to see you guys put a map up in each one of your house and blindfold yourself and throw some darts and see what you come up with and then look in an hour radius around each dart head. You never know. I mean, yeah, that's, I that's, that's not terrible. I, there's probably already something you could Google, like what town has the you know, lowest cost of living or you know, what towns are for sale? Who needs yeah. a mayor? You know, what, what kind but of, I got, we got to, we got to figure out though. Formula there. Oh, you, gotta you know, you, you, know how you narrow the search down. You look for, um, you go for uh, post offices, small, regional, regional post offices. Why? And what would uh, I do? Well, if you the, even every small place has a post office, you need a post office. You're going to have yeah, to you have commerce it. and everything. So that's your qualifying thing. But if you if you look at um, there's a, 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 the, a woman who on Instagram and her whole thing is shooting, taking photos of like the most remote post offices in the United States. Cool. So then you would have a name and then you start Googling that area and see what that's like. I think it's I think a lot of it is is Danny and my conversation about weather. So I want stifling heat and lots of insects and he wants snow. So we we're, we're not going I don't want snow. Gonna, I didn't say I wanted snow. There. I want I think, some sort I think of diversity. That, uh, yeah, I think that you don't get any diversity between the Pacific Ocean and Climate. the Mississippi. I think you got to go you got to go east of the Mississippi. That's bull. And probably ever been to Colorado, Utah, Mississippi is the is the poorest state in America with the worst, you know, health and obesity and education and all that kind of stuff. That would probably be a great just go somewhere rural Mississippi and. All right. Well, how far away from a a city do we? What's what's our what's our radius here? I mean, okay, so all right, I'm going to pick Colorado because again, I like snow. Colorado, because you're right. So. So, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. That's always yeah. about Colorado. They do COVID, 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 COVID. Hey, I got another qualifier for what you have to look for. If you okay. guys would look at each other on the screen right now, and you can see most of us are in our 60s, you got to be within a 20-minute air flight by a helicopter to a major <laughs> medical facility. I actually thought of that. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. Because that's like my my buddy Bob, who's uh Get an air purifier. My buddy Bob, who's 87, they gave up that house in that island off of Puerto Rico because there's no medical on the island. But he was happy. It was his wife who said, no, we have to get. And he's Shit. like, oh, what about if I Puerto go down? Rico? If we got in now before it became a state, 
There's probably a town in Puerto Rico that, uh, you know, you learn to speak Spanish when you're there. But here's the thing. I don't think that we have to live there. So this my my plan wasn't that we're selling out and moving to Puerto Rico, though that, that does sound Alabama. Weird. Yeah, but uh, that our kids would. So we go visit and, you know, maybe buy an extra Help them out a little bit. Whatever. I'm, picturing, I'm picturing that conversation with my daughter. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Can make your own films in your own town. Yeah, you could have. A, would you like a pony? How about that? <laughs> you can have seven. Pretty little. I found, I found a place complete my with pretty ponies pony. already. They're too big and scary. Yeah, <laughs> miniature ponies. You, where you're going here, you can actually name. You could actually name the sushi before you eat it. You know, oh, yeah. that's all for <laughs> catfish sushi. Mm-mm. No, but in some of these towns, I don't. It's not going to be fresh. You're like, want to open a can of sushi? Sure. You know, it's not going to be fresh. It can be local sushi. What would it be? Sushi. Catfish sushi. Bass. Yeah, bass. Carp. Catfish, Get a little carp. Trout. <laughs> yes. You know, it's all it's all in the soy sauce and the seasoning. Guppy, anyway, right? guppy on a roll. You know. Yeah. I don't know. So, all right. So you got to pick a major city that's close by, right? Like, you know, an hour or two away. With the helipad. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, I, I mean, with you, John, we don't have to move it, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna want to see this. I gotta I gotta see this experiment work a little bit. I can't just say, okay, here you go, kids. All right, fine. I'll just, I'll just start it. I'll just start it on my own. I've got a, a, you know, I keep finding out more and more people that listen to this podcast. So my cousin Marie, <laughs> she lives in rural Georgia, and uh, hi Marie. Yeah, hi, her Marie. husband her husband runs a bank or something there or whatever. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her up for, uh, for some loan. information and yeah, just you know. <laughs> Maybe like a reverse loan. The bank owns twelve or eighteen houses. They'll pay me to take them. You know that just like the oh, Italy yeah. format. Is yeah. it a small town? She lives in a small town. I don't know that it, it's in trouble. It's a delightful little town, and it's got you know Georgia. Imagine, you said yeah. Imagine yeah. imagine like if if you bought a place near a lake or a river or, or the ocean, yeah. and you could you know mm-hmm. actually get in the water. I think that's a good have idea. a boat that kind of stuff. So what yeah, do you maybe do? You the, go- Maybe this is a um, uh, scripted, uh, not a scripted, but a, a television show where you get four groups of uh, younger people and they all pick a town and they go off. It's a 10-year television show to see who turns around the town and makes their own community. I believe it's called Shit's Creek. Oh. <laughs> no, you could do it like a, like a game show format and you have a bunch. You get one year to turn around a town and like yeah. six six groups of young people go to six different towns and you know, have content. What a great idea for a reality show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Netflix, a great. Oh, wait, I got a call. Netflix just bought it. That's okay. a great. Hey, idea. No, seriously. I'm telling you guys, that's a great idea. We got to do this because I got connections at my job and they are all, always looking for great non-scripted ideas. You, and I think that you, is could you fabulous. Pitch this, pitch this I would certainly, if we could sit down, the four of us or whatever, sit down, get this written down, get a proposal, a treatment or whatever. They could just, just listen go to, to this side. episode. It's uh, what else, the hell else do no, they need? Because it's no, a great idea. To, yes or no. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dolly Don't it up screw a little around bit. Or I'm going to the competitive agency. No, you would have to, you'd have to draw it out a little bit, be, you know, put some work into it. Yeah. It's going to be something and say, Hey, listen, here's what we got. You got six people or six groups, right. And every week, you know, yeah. You right, here's, and- I just, I just had an idea. So you would, you would have some contests, like how much money can you make over a weekend for a, you know, festival or something like that. And the, you know, corn mm-hmm. festival, pig festival, the fireworks festival, whatever, you know, different towns, but there's the spoiler, which I would be 
personally in charge of. I'm going to get like guys that look like scary bikers come to town just to fuck stuff up, not like break things, you know, but just be be scary kind of whatever. And then these people are going to have to say, oh, these bikers are ruining our convention. What are we going to do? And Kelly's daughter would say, I'll go talk to him. And then she would, you know. You've got a scene. There it is. That's you gotta, right you've got a scene. And the, break, and the biker, yeah, the bikers are all you know in on it. So they're they're looking for one of these people to approach them or you know whatever and just make a big fucking thing. And then hmm. name of the show coming soon to your town or something. Our yeah. town. Our Ooh, town. Boys' it. town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer Tracy. It yeah. takes a village. <laughs> people. <laughs> Daddy's takes right the village people right now. <laughs> you know what? We could name the town Benghazi, and then people would have something to talk about. <laughs> what about Benghazi? Oh yeah, I heard about that town. That's nice. Yeah. I have a I have a, a totally unrelated question. So Danny, you're right. We should get together and we should pitch this idea. We can we can create a uh, uh, what are they a nonprofit, and we can get rich people to give us money to actually go by the town and just fuck around and have a TV show and the do whole a Kickstarter. Is, yeah, the whole yeah, thing kick- is just a money making machine. Uh, Dave would be the mayor. That'd be good. Well, he's no, yeah, I, I yeah. like this idea I <laughs> yeah. with the entertainment complex on the side. No, no, Dave, yeah. you're a great because like your production manager is a mayor basically. You're going around getting things done, you know, working with people, you know. So it's kind of production manager slash mayor or mayor slash production. I, manager. I, and I would spend all this. my time. With I bikers. will only tear the road up once, and all <laughs> services will be put in that hole. We will not fill it over, dig it up. Fill it over multiple times. So some stops these road crews from going to the bank. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna paint the water tower with our new name, but only for the show. Don't worry, everyone. Kellyville. <laughs> yeah, no, ben just Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Um, right, what were you gonna say, a, John? So I have a, a different question. I was thinking about this being episode seventy four and how nineteen seventy four is my favorite year. Uh, you know my. Everything oh, I like is like you have a favorite year? year. Like uh, like my this I have a Volkswagen thing. It's 1974. Oh, okay. I, rem- I you know I remember 1974. It was a, yeah. I was a kid. I played a lot of uh, little league softball, little league baseball in 1974. I think I had a lemon yellow uh, leisure suit. It was awesome. How old were you wow. in 74? You were probably like nine, twelve. Nine? No, I'm no shit. Oh. No, I was born in 65, so I was nine oh, okay, years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the question. So I was looking at hit songs from 1974 and Uh-oh. this particular week. So we're, we're about February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day. So back in 1974, there was fe- the hit song of February 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. So I know the 9th and the 20th, 23rd. The 9th was uh, Barbara Streisand's hit, The Way We Were. You remember that song? Yep. And then February 23rd was... Love's theme by the Love Unlimited Orchestra. You know mm-hmm. that song. I can't. I can't. That song. Yeah, it's kind yep. of a 1974. Yeah, I mean, that? Love's yep. theme is a. There's no singing. It's just a, a big kind of orchestral thing. I okay. can play it for you, but they would they would sue us. Here's Love's what I, theme, here's what I don't it. know. February sixteenth, nineteen seventy four. The song was "The Americans" <clears throat> by Byron McGregor, and it doesn't really have any good links to that song and the best thing i can find is that um it was it's a talking record like where there's just someone kind of speaking and in the background is like american music and it was very kind of anti-vietnam war or something like Hmm. that but um i don't remember that one it's it's a cover of uh 
the Gordon Sinclair song. <laughs> I don't know who and, that oh, is. Yeah. I mean, like for that, it, it was it was a super, it was a, like a really fast kind of thing. It was just like, it came out, bam, hit number one, and then it was gone. You know, not like, you know, these other ones that kind of went through. But you guys have not heard of Americans either, huh? No, Mm-mm. no. I, I'll bet if I heard it, I'd go, "Oh, this one." But I, honestly, yeah, I, I like. I was looking it up while we were while we were on. So that's very interesting. You have a favorite year. I, I've been, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Have a favorite year or what? That would. I mean, yeah. That, if I could have a Corvette for some reason, it would be a 1974 Corvette. Beautiful. My, uh, but I what else not, other than cars and 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 what the yeah, hell what else, else is there, Danny? <laughs> Leisure suits, cars, little league baseball, virginity. I peaked in 1974. <laughs> you peaked. <laughs> I was one, a one looker of my, then. One of my favorite memories that I will that I will say is 1974. Is I was uh, I was in Vienna, Georgia, which is which is a great little town, and um, you know I was talking about Marie, who listens to our show. Her grandfather is my dad's first cousin and he had a Corvette and he was just the most fun guy. And so Vienna is right on I-75. So just imagine like a little, like a little holiday Inn kind of complex that just looks right at the highway. Yeah. So my cousin and I went for a ride in his Corvette had T-tops and we're, and we're just little dudes, you know? And so imagine our parents seeing this blue Corvette, racing down the interstate with my cousin and I standing in the front seat with our heads and arms out the T-top, just living life. And my, uh, I see my, why you like my, yeah, my cousin, Robert Jr. Just laughing like crazy. And parents were just shitting themselves. Like we didn't have car seats or anything like that, but you know, you're not supposed to stand up in a Corvette screaming down. Right. Right. I 75, but that, that was, that was the peak. Good heavens. I, I, I think that I image later what? became the Titanic movie with the two kids at the front of the Titanic. That was <laughs> Titanic. We weren't hugging each other. The boat. We were just like, woohoo! Don't stand on the front of the boat. You'll be the first one that goes over. My mother loved that film. She uh-huh. said she said one thing. She said, I don't he's way too young for her. I didn't buy that romance for a second. <laughs> Who said that? My mom. <laughs> when it took her to see Titanic. She was only like twenty three or something or twenty one. Yeah. Wow. She she didn't do it for me, Kate Winslet in, in Titanic. No. 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 No, not a good casting choice. I don't see how that movie made any money. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy I worked with. He was kind of a weird. Well, Heather Locklear was busy. I guess that's the what special happened. effects are so hokey now. <laughs> yeah. Were there special effects in Titanic? I don't even remember. Not one. No. Nope. Well, there's like interior scenes, you know, filling something up with water. It's a big deal. These no, poor it, kids today, they're all jaded from all the shit they see. I, I tried to tell somebody the other day, I was like, dude, you don't imagine 1976, 77, when I was in Chicago and I saw the Star Wars film for the first time on that, the largest screen they had in Chicago. And it was those space. You're like, we had never seen anything like that. I don't think, you know, what are they going to get? Like vibration porn. I mean, what else can they relate it to? (laughs) (laughs) See, that's one of the things in our town. We'll put in a really state-of-the-art theater, right? And show old movies. Uh, an uh, IMAX. <laughs> I solo. Yeah, exactly. Take a grain silo and make it a like 360 movie. Oh, that would be awesome. 
That would be great, especially if all of your movies were pirated off Pirate Bay. <laughs> right. So you didn't pay for anything. There's no rights. Big no satellite nothing. dish on top. Yeah. You just like stream it to a giant projector and like, what do you guys want to watch? Oh, that the one that's in the theaters now in the town that has theaters. Yeah. Here it comes. And you, you see just show of, stuff that I'm in. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah or that. Because the name <laughs> of the you town is how cheap? Kelly. Kel- the Kelly yeah. Festival. Yeah. In Kelly, Kelly Film Festival. He's all in, in four. Three, it's all in four three format. I'm sorry. That's how old it is. But <laughs> yeah. But at least popcorn would be affordable because you're not paying for the movie or anything. You're just right yeah, right. yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. you know, and the and Disney coming and saying, "Hey, quit showing, uh, you know, Pixar movies for free on the side of that silo," and then we would just be live streaming the you know the lawyer there shutting it all down and everybody booing him and stuff, and it would just be more publicity and people. Would- oh yeah. There. Yeah. And and also the local characters in each of these towns say it's a care it's a competition of like four towns, say. Yeah. And all the local people, there'd be some real colorful, cool characters. Then they'd become regulars on, on the show and people would just start to follow it and lo- like them and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and ask their opinion. Yeah, because what, what do you a, say, what do you need in your town? Yeah, ask some well, you know. Well, and oh. because it's a Netflix show, we don't actually have to pay anybody anything. So like they <laughs> They'd be on camera. They'd be a colorful character. They'd really, you know, everything would be great. And it, they wouldn't get any money. We just, the privilege of being on the TV. What, why does that happen? Why, why because of Netflix? That you, the, because, I mean, doesn't Netflix do everything like a non-union reality, whatever? No, no. No, my brother's, my brother's working on a Netflix uh, show, and it's about some kind of high school football thing. And it's, yeah. A reality he's show? Working at- yeah. yeah, but I don't know anything about a, it. But, um, I don't that's know. It's also in a state, though, where they have the right to work state. So, you know, maybe what he's doing, you don't need to be. A, well, yeah, he's, I don't know that he's doing a lot of anything. But they went and they went and shot hundreds of hours of footage out in the middle of nowhere. And that's the that's kind of the reality show. I mean, do you think they like it? Do they pay people that are just speaking in the background or, you know, passing by in a in a reality TV series? I don't think so. I think they do. If they speak, if they're on camera and speak, I think you have to pay them. I don't know. Maybe not a lot, but you have to pay them. $10. I think it would be fun in uh, in the towns that are, uh, that you guys have that, um, you know, they have a day where they all have to recreate their favorite scene from the Andy Griffith show using local people. (laughs) film it. Floyd and Otis. uh, Yeah. yeah. Otis the town. Gomer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I'm this, trying to find this, this is the great. This is the greatest idea ever. We we should. It uh, could be. We should regroup yeah. with where we're going to go. It, I'd yeah. go to Canada, Kelly. If you could find us a good town there, I mean, Canada seems pretty welcoming. Though I, I kind yeah. of back to Dave's point, we probably should stay in America to try to make it better. But um, all right, I picked my should, town. Yeah, what is I got it? My town. <laughs> got my town. We actually, I've actually been there. Hey, what town is it in Colorado, Danny? Yeah, funny you should ask, Dave, because it is in Colorado. <sighs> Gunnison, all right. It's, it's in Gunnison. Calls. It is Gunnison, Colorado. I called it right. You called it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Where? How far away from that is anything? All right. Is it an it old is, silver mining town? No. no it, that, is, that is, it has a population of about fifty-eight hundred people. Is that too big? Might be too big. Yeah. Fifty-eight hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Don't you should. It. I think you should shoot for under two thousand. Okay, let me stop your Gunnison thing right now, Danny. <laughs> may I? May I bring you back to this? When I know we, where you're going with this. When we when we drove cross country, and we stopped in Gunnison for the night in the truck, all in the car. Right. Who got up and turned the 
truck on in the morning to warm it up. Who was that, Danny? Was that you or me? That was you because you had to get up and stretch. You had to get up. Uh, you get up earlier. And you were on that. New York time, and I was you on LA time. You could not handle that cold. You were like, "This is the coldest shit I've ever been in my life." Who would want to live here in the middle of winter? <laughs> it is actually the coldest city in America. Believe it or not, did you guys know this? <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yep, Gunnison out. Okay. Next. Well, at least I, at least I'm coming up with something. What do well, you? Why guys don't you go about? like an hour around Gunnison? Well, that's what I'm gonna do. Why do you search you put parameter? towns out there, guys? You know. Okay, so it's got to be under what two thousand? It needs to be really. It needs to be small. So I'm looking. I'm looking at um, this listing here. Uh, Twelve cheapest small towns in America. Yeah, and they're not cheap enough, right? I'm, I mean, I want like a destitute town, and these mm. popu- these populations are too high. You know, things like that. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Kansas, 20,000 people, medium home value, $86,000. No, 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 shit. No, I want some, yeah. you know, these places are going to be really off the beaten path. Okay. Yeah, Just you know what? You we know. Can't, we're going to have to search by maps. We're gonna, we can't search by ads for nice towns. They'll, that'll mess us up. Okay. Okay. Here you go. Towns in Tennessee. Uh-oh. Population about 500. Ooh. It's uh, one of the three gateways to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Okay. So What's it starting? Uh, Townsend, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D. Not that far from Pigeon Forge, only 13.7 miles. I tell cool. you what, Pigeon, the weather's good. You have a little bit of change of season. It's warm. It's humid in the summertime. A lot of insects, John. Yeah. How far is it from a major city? Uh, let me go to no, the it's probably It's within an hour of Knoxville, which is plenty yeah, you, yeah, it's, that's okay. Fun. You can do that. They have pubs in Knoxville if that ever happens again. They have uh, <laughs> pool halls if that ever happens. No, again. I mean, listen, Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg are are kind of little little well uh, touristy kind of things. Like you, you don't want to go to Gatlinburg, that's for sure. Oh man, I love Gatlinburg. In really? 1974, that was the best place to be, <laughs> Gatlinburg. I have a pocket knife that I bought in 1974. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this is this is the this is the key right here. I still have it and. uh Little, little oh, case, shit. Uh, pocket knife. So, yeah, Gatlinburg is great. Pigeon Forge. Um, they have the Smoky Mountain Knife Works there. That should be one of our sponsors. You can go oh. buy knives or guns or World War II memorabilia or some tactical pants, all those kind of things. That's nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, now, also drove- down the road from uh, from Townsend is a wonderful little place, about 500 people. It's unincorporated community, and it's called Happy Valley. All right. Would we be enough of of a fish out of water to make the show interesting, or should like should should we send people that really never have been to to a town like that? Either? Well, I don't want to send somebody like a Kardashians or a Jersey Shore. No. They're a fish out of water kind of thing. But I think young, attractive people are gonna are gonna sell more. Um, subscriptions think, to netflix than, than i think the goth community yeah. will really buy into this that would be that would be part of your you'd have a you'd have kind of a goth couple uh yeah. you know young people and they're you know they'd be running everything, the everything is village. kind of yeah everything's kind of icky and they don't want to touch stuff and they're you know yeah but at they want to paint the town black but at Halloween, they're in charge of the festivities. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So near the second to last episode, their town is losing. They put on the best Halloween festival wow, yeah. and and pump up the the city coffers more, and everybody falls in love with them. And yeah, that's part of they, the story. They arc. introduced the concept of bobbing for apples again. <laughs> 
we have to we have to tell them to tone it down though we can't actually do a human sacrifice it's just not going to be good for the ratings you know so so there's 32 apples in the barrel and five have razor blades but <laughs> it's just a piercing don't worry about it yeah all right i'm ready i'm in i'm, I'm going we're doing How i'm much gonna we dave i'm gonna say i'm looking at towns in tennessee i'm gonna say that's a little too fancy for us Okay. It's cl- it's close to Dollywood and and all those yeah. kind of things, and the prices are going to be more. A lot of bleed yeah. over from that town, probably. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. It, this is going to probably be pretty hard to find someplace, don't you think? Wait, I think yeah. you just. I think you have to think if you're thinking of it in terms of the TV show, it's probably a little bit easier than if you're thinking in terms of you know economic success and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'll wow, call, just, I'll call some folks at Netflix. See, well, see the, yeah. the funny thing is, is that boy, if you do do a TV show, already the value of that town's going to go up just from the you know getting the film crews and the people and getting the yeah. exposure and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they would they would have to pay us to be. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should audition their town to be one of the four locations for our reality and show. Mexico will pay for it. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> this before. <laughs> and then they'll, then there'll be that, uh, uh, reveal article in the New York times. What happens when a television show leaves a small community? Like, well, they had that cappuccino bar going for a while, but now there's nobody working it. I don't even know how to work this damn machine. And, we and that's, how, and, and, and that's how I got on. Oil, and that's how I got on opioids. Because the, because, the, because the town left us. They left us. Netflix they left off, us. We fly off in our Lear. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That. Thank you. Thank you. We just leave, just leave the door to the cappuccino bar open, swinging in the wind. <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself, everyone. Whatever. <laughs> they brought that dope into town. <laughs> but that, we, we, we don't mind that. We let them stay. That's called yeah. the clinic. <laughs> the dope clinic. Hey, uh, before, before we go, because we're, we're getting close to time, I wanted to ask you guys, my daughter, who's a religious listener of the show. Older, older one? Older one, yeah. She remembers us talking about Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Or somebody. Richie. I called him Richie. Yeah, but nobody nobody had had like a really great direct met him before he killed people kind of story. It was just Kelly's Kelly's wife saw him through the bars one time. That was was about it. My wife. I here's what happened. Um, I was working in a restaurant in Pasadena. Is this real? And uh, this is real. This is very. I'm, I'm going to look up the the text though about the other one. But go ahead. Yeah. Didn't I say tell this story? I did. I told this story. I don't know. Your, your daughter's going to remember that I told it before. Okay. Well, so anyway, my, uh, uh, a girl I know at the restaurant. She she told me the story. She was uh, living in an apartment complex uh, in Pasadena, and uh, she went to take the trash out one night. And uh, standing right close to uh, the trash bins and stuff, uh, where no one should be unless they live there. Somehow this person got it. Um, right, she uh, turned around and right, like three feet in front of her, right behind a chain link thing, uh, this guy standing there looking at her. Right, she says, uh, hold, huh, huh, huh. and uh, he takes off and leaves. And she thinks she should call the cops because people, some nobody's supposed to be in there. And uh, so she calls the cops, and the cops come as like a routine thing, right? They say, "Okay, what did he look like?" She described, and then she said, "Yeah," and that was it. And uh, these, two, she's telling these two cops, and he got on his this blue bike and took off. And they went, "Hold it! What? What? What?" He got on a blue bike and took. Okay, hold on, and instant, like all of a sudden, helicopters everywhere because he that was him. 
And mm. to this day, she remembers like turning around and there he was. Three Ready feet away. He did kill her. He did kill her. But she told me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's the story. Wow. That's the story. All right. There you go. So that Sarah, would kind of haunt story. you, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that haunt you? Why is well, she do- so interested in, this, in Richie? She loves um, true crime. No, I was going to say true crime, but it's not really true crime. It's more serial killers. Mm-hmm. Just the just the story. You know, has she read Helter Skelter? Yes, she's yeah. you, you, any kind of weird, creepy thing. She's she's read it, and she you know, it's not like she loves serial killers and is you know trying to be one. It's just the uh, you know the story, and she also loves the the timing like you know serial there's nobody's really an active serial killer that we know of today these were all serial killers in the past you know yeah 70s mm-hmm. 80s 90s, 1974 the best year the best year for serial killers <laughs> no so she's always been she's been always been fascinating ghost stories and serial killers she likes i understand to, that i get that spooked. yeah yep. henry my son is watching that show I, I don't know i don't know if it's netflix or what called night stalker and it is a it is about the whole I watched that, yeah. That that whole process of finding this guy and, you know, it's fascinating what they, how they did this and, and what and they the were doing. And the screw-ups and the accidental, and, oh, yeah. accidental yeah. clues that they, yeah, really, and then really that, good. I did not know this. That when I was watching the episode where, where Diane Feinstein was the mayor of San Francisco yeah. and she did a press conference. Was this in 1910? No, 1974, 80, 84, 85, because Diane is like 90 years old now, our senator. Good job. Well, but she was the mayor, which I did not realize. I didn't remember that she was the mayor, but she actually had a press conference, had the picture, but they didn't tell her what not to say. Yeah. And she revealed all this stuff that really set the investigation back. She didn't know it, but she she, yeah. you, know, you shouldn't have said it. But they're saying the investigator who gave her the information should have said, OK, do not mention the, the blue bike yeah. uh, or the change or, his shoes. Yes, the shoes. It was the Avia shoes that yeah. only made in, you know, they only had this one kind of tread. So, yeah, you know, and I didn't know that. And it was like, wow, what a dumbass. Why would you, you know, why would yeah, you she, even tell that? She took over her rise to fame was after Harvey Milk was killed, and then she became the. Oh, that's mayor. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Danny, the, the Avia shoes; those are tennis shoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what they were about. They were they were a competitor to Reebok for the aerobic teachers like myself, and they were giving those out like candy. So oh. he was an aerobics instructor. I'm confused. Uh, maybe no, he. That's that's what they were for. Uh, yeah, that was they were the competitor to Reebok at that time. I remember when they came. Did you out have some I of those, the Reeboks that uh, velcroed around your ankle, little you know, little form oh, fitting. Yeah, the high top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he still has them from 1974. Okay, now I got this image in my head of Richard Ramirez uh, leading an aerobics <laughs> class. Come on, with, you gotta want it now. Come on, come on. With with Dave. <laughs> okay, one and two. <laughs> Five, six, burn. seven, eight. All right, here we go. To the left. All right, two, three. And now, all right, we're going to go down to the floor now. We're going to work on our abs. All right. Okay, everybody, Cheryl, let's Cheryl. do let's do the knife stab. Come on, everybody. Let's do the knife <laughs> stab. <laughs> all right, so that, that was my... He was, he was uh, getting uh, chicks when he was in prison, for heaven's sake. Yeah, a lot well, of he them. Ma- he married somebody, didn't he? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. But he had group like groupies. Yeah, all uh, of them. Horrible. Manson, all those guys, they all have... Yeah, well, that's mm. how you are get all the serial killers dead. 
they've all died, right? There's the, those are the famous ones. Oh, oh like, no, the uh, Berkowitz. What, what was his name? Berkowitz. Uh, is it was it Berkowitz? Son of Sam in in New York. New York. Was, I think yeah, yeah. He's yeah, still he's alive. A, he's. I think he's around. Because all the other ones are dead. Bundy's what dead. The, what about the guy that killed John Lennon? Is he still he's still alive? Oh yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. But that's, that's not, not a serial a, killer. That's, that's, that's a celebrity killer. Yeah, that's a whole different genre. That's, yeah. that's a painful one to talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't she, think she has to. Um, you know, he's up for parole every so often. Whatever, two every three years or something like that. So uh, Chapman is that his name? Yeah, Yoko has to actually go and and speak to try and keep his ass behind. Really? Yeah. So it's a pretty emotional wow. day for her. Does someone write a script for her to read, or is she just freeform it when she gets there? That I don't know. Would don't you ever run out of the whole idea of getting a parole? Don't they? They said, "No, nah, we're done. You're you're in. We're not letting you out." I don't. No? no, I don't think I don't think your time runs out on how many times you can do it. No, I don't. Wow. Well, that's well, kind of sure part of the legal system that you're you're allowed X number of you know. Uh, well, that's interesting. Well, not, sorry, John. You can tell your daughter I I've never met Mr. Ramirez Richie. Well, crap. But, no, but that's a Kelly. It's a good. That's a good. But stuff. we represent him. <laughs> <laughs> we represent the estate. You know, exactly. So I found a I found a town in Alabama that has oh, oh. seventeen. All right, well I'm going to look for towns now. That's going to be my thing today. I'm going to find a town and, but also it, I'm, I'm going to convince my kids to move. My my kids aren't going to want to move to Alabama. Can't and, even get and, them in New York. You know what, they're, they're not going to they're not going to want to move anywhere. What are they talkers or doers? These kids of yours, Danny. What did oh. I say yesterday? Yeah. What's the line that I use? I know are you, we, we, are you a talker or the, a doer. That's from You're the Neil, Sim- from Neil Simon, Barefoot in the Park. Yeah, There are watchers in the world, and there is doers. And the watchers sit around watching the doers do. Watcher right here. Yeah. No, it's not. You're not a watcher. Oh, I, 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 you'd think the pandemic, I would be working like my ass off writing songs or something. Nah, no, no, thing, no, but no. I don't, I'm talking I, about. I don't do anything. Yeah, but Kelly, you have. That's the point. I have. When you, yeah. yeah. You didn't you didn't sit, you know, in Canada going, Well, I'd like to go to New York. I'd like to go to LA. I'd like yeah, to go you're to right. Toronto. So that's the yeah. whole point. I mean, at yeah. this point in your life, we all kind of watch. We're a little more cautious. I get that. Or lazy. Or lazy. Now, that's and now it's just different. I'd like to go to this restaurant. I'd like to go here. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see human beings. In hey, person. Are, are there any John, the town those? you're looking at is that is that from Sweet Home Alabama the movie with Reese Witherspoon? No, no, no. So I just I just did a uh, I did kind of a, a weird search, but it came up with Stevenson, Alabama. It's on the Tennessee line, so it's not mm. you know it's not like deep, scary Alabama. It's not too far from Chattanooga. How big is it? It's uh, seventeen hundred people. That's from good. Uh, and they from have, st- they have uh, a comfort oh, inn and, and suites there and a railroad depot and a festival. And uh, you can get to Nashville or Chattanooga or Birmingham pretty easy. Hey, from uh, street view on Google maps, can you see any burning crosses or anything? No, they, <laughs> they didn't do it on a Saturday night. Anybody walking around in sheets at the company picnic? Come on. Don't, don't, we don't know. No, these are, Stevenson might be a great ask. town. It might be, it might be blue. You don't know. Maybe, Maybe the first day way, you just, you go to t- the town square, you ring a bell. All right. Everybody in the KKK. If you're here, just come on out. We just want to meet. want to say hello. No, gotta, that's my first. Roll, there's a role for you in the show. <laughs> exactly. no, that's my, Get your hoods cleaned. We're going to need, we're going to need you in episode four. No, that's my Why first business so in, in Stevenson. I'm opening up a linen shop. 
Just tons of linens, all Press, white. pressing and tucking. <laughs> yeah. We have a wardrobe. We have a wardrobe uh, department that will be ironing your your hoods for you. And right, and here's a pair of scissors to cut out the they'll, eye holes. They'll let them out because you've gained a little weight since the last time you had them on. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the KKK move so slow now? Is this a joke? Like no, they're like zombies. They're so old. They can barely walk down the street. Or, I'm coming after you. I'm going to kick your ass, you brown skin, dark. I got a feeling your ranks are growing. The funny well, thing is, if we'd show up at a town like footage. that, if we huh? would show up at a town like that, the yeah. four of us, they would think they'd hit the mother load of new recruits. Because we all look like we belong, you know, put a, you know, put a red hat on and carry a Confederate flag. They're going to embrace us going, oh, you California. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's true. Kelly, Kelly's looking at the camera like, what? I'm, I'm not scared. at all like that. I'm, I'm looking at myself going. <laughs> no, yeah, Kelly, you you know what? Yeah, your, Shit, look, to, your look today, yeah, you're in. Just I look the right, a bit just, like a biker yeah. or something, right? No. John has his NRA hat on. Yeah, I got my I got my NRA hat on, and yeah, a little a little skull bandit. You are you are you are central casting of the guy that's driving the pickup truck, Kelly. You're that guy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the long haired guy that's you know kind of kind of a little tentative, but I'll sit in the truck and drive to to the I, lynching post. I, you know, I'm, I'm too good looking to play that role. <laughs> we, but Kelly could have the shooting range outside of town. Come on out. You got an AR-15? Are you sure? No, he's in the truck going, got the truck. We're roaring. I'm warming up the truck here. I'm fine. No, you know what Kelly's backstory is? His dad used to own the town. And he's the ne'er-do-well only son of, you know, he's got all the money. Yeah, he doesn't want any of the responsibility. And <laughs> the town could be great if he'd just get off his ass and, uh, you know. Mayor is Dave is, is always well, trying to, you know, make turning into a happen. sitcom now. It opens up with Kelly in like, uh, like Bob Newhart, Monte Carlo, <laughs> hanging out on a yacht. And then somebody from the town shows him and goes, uh, your father passed away and uh, it's been willed to you. You have to come back to sign the papers. Yeah. Comes back kicking and screaming. It's like that whole rip on every uh, town that like pays for a doctor to come. And they. Oh, yeah. Shits, and the, and shits the, creek, city, man. the hot creek. the hot chick that he went to high school with that he never really got over is even hotter and that causes him to stay in town and she's yeah. got and the hot chick stays in the town yeah, yeah, yeah she stays in the town she's got a kid and an ex-husband and you got to navigate all that and um yeah yeah she's really disappointed how you just been living on a yacht for most of your life just sucking champagne and bras yeah. and then, and then yeah. she just and she's just shaking her head, going, "What happened to you?" What, yeah, she's, she's got, yeah, she's got a little, uh, a little, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of photo album of news clips of him getting arrested in, you know, Monte Carlo or Switzerland mm-hmm. or Brazil, or she's been right. following him. Nightclub fights. Mm-hmm. Look at you, what the Baccarat table. But then there's one night where Kelly gets up on stage with his guitar and he really wins the whole town over with a couple songs. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And then the seven people that are in love with him come up and say, with all that money, could you get us a dentist? Because we're tired of going to the vet. And they go, <laughs> get us a dentist. <laughs> Look at here. We need help. There's a line. We- <laughs> and then Kelly, Kelly sees uh, John in the audience. He says, hey, you play music? Yeah, come on up. We'll do a little thing going. And, and then John goes, I know this song from 1974. I'd like to bring this back for you right now. <laughs> Does anybody have Nobody a bear, Joe? I think there's a town hooker, too, right? <laughs> it's the same one, one from 1974. <laughs> but the town's so poor, it's a, it's a barter system for food. Sally. For food. She's, and yeah, she stays bills. in different houses. Yeah. You know, you feed her. And then she, oh, goes, she doesn't oh, need a house. She just moves from. <laughs> I'm over at Billy Bob's for next month. I'm unavailable. <laughs> Check my Google calendar. Yeah. If I was in this, if I was in this 
hit uh, sitcom, I'd want to be the guy that worked at the AM radio station. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Doing the news and that kind of stuff. The Northern Exposure guy. Yeah. K-Bear. K-Bear. But I would never leave the thing because I can't walk on camera because not, nothing works like that. I could just. I've heard that about you. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's fixed with duct tape. Yeah, that's okay. all the hardware store has duct tape and duct, duct, duct tape. Yeah. And, a John, and a John Schneider uh, cassette tape. And shotgun and shells. Belt. They got to have shotgun shells. You got to have plenty of ammo. Everybody's got it. I was driving, right, well, I was that, driving well, across us- Germany one time, really quick, and. I don't know what year it was, early 90s. And I was, the wall had just opened up and I stopped, we stopped at this, uh, you know, gas station. I went and basically they had, you know, some oil, a fan belt, and they had John Schneider cassette tape. <laughs> I bought Welcome it. I still Eastern. have it somewhere. Mm. That's the town we need to buy. Yeah. Then uh, you can have the, uh, what was that? The rebel car, whatever it was called. Duke's at, uh, General Lee, man. Generally, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, that would, oh, be, that would be, that'd be one of the things. The kids would each be given a car that doesn't work very well, and they have to... From 1974. Some vehicle, like a Pinto or a Gremlin. And they got to keep ordering parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or... Uh, finding the parts. AMC yeah, finding Gremlin. The Gremlin. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Chevette. Right. Kelly a Chevette. A- mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Lee. Great to see you guys. Thanks for asking yeah. me. All right, man. Oh, this was fun. Good to get on the Come airways. Town. Come yep. buy we'll, town now. Yeah. Audition now. Okay. Anybody, if you know of a town out there, get a hold of John, please. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Got a town? Yeah, we got Twitter. John, stay on. We'll talk for a second. All right. I'll just hit stop. <laughs>